Your business may be small, but you've got big goals. Brother Laser Printers can help you succeed, no matter the space, task, or budget. From crisp black and white to vivid full color, our printers offer affordable quality you can trust. Plus, fast printing and high page yields make them ideal for home offices and shared workspaces. It's no wonder Brother is the number one retail brand in laser printer unit sales in the U.S. With Brother at your side, go from small to do it all. Shop now at brother-usa.com laser. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to another edition of Two Up Front, presented by Sports Radio America. I'm Baxter Colburn. And this is Simon Provan. Welcome to another edition. A fun fact, just a, just a full edition. I couldn't even get the words <laughs> out. I was so excited. We just have so much going on today, Simon. We do. We do. I'm excited. There's The playoffs are on the line, Simon, in multiple different leagues. The Champions League draw has happened. Our new power rankings are here, and it's just, I'm thrilled. This is the best time of year for a soccer fan because there's so much that's happening. And a young Premier League season where things are still being sorted out. Exactly. You've got teams Teams like Leicester City still up in the uh, upper half of the standings. It's a fun time. I got a special shout-out this week, actually, that I have not yet told you about. Oh, please. Uh, Special congratulations to my nephew, Connor Provan, who plays... He's a junior over at Sussex Hamilton High okay, School. Okay, well done. Uh, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel named him as one of the top 16 players to watch this season. Well, well done, Connor. Yeah, congratulations. So congrats, Connor, and congrats to my brother Steve, who's the head coach over there, ah. and my sister Joy, who is the assistant coach over there. There we so. go. I love it. It's the, the Provans. Like I said, I've said it this multiple times, the Provans are taking over Milwaukee soccer. They have in the past, and they're making a comeback again. Generation, yeah, the second generation. It's it's pretty exciting. You know, I, I stopped playing the game after my freshman year in college, but I've always loved it. What's not there were other love? things I fell in love with, which is why I gave up playing the game. But Fair yeah, enough. you know, never, never stopped covering it, never stopped being passionate about it, and it's great to see it passed on to uh, the younger Provans as well. Absolutely. Well, if you enjoy our show, you can pass it along to your friends as well. Remember, we are live on Sports Radio America from. 3 to 6 Eastern. I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> From 3 to 6 Eastern on Sports Radio America, live 365, and tune in on Friday afternoons. And you can also listen to us on demand anytime you want on Spreaker.com, on iTunes, and on iHeartRadio as well. And then we are also on social media, Simon, correct? We are. Last time I checked, we were still I, I there. I think so. Yes. I, mean, I think that's what I was updating before the show was something with social media, yeah. Yeah, Facebook, we are 2UpFront, and on Twitter, we are at 2UpFrontSoccer. Of course, we're also on Instagram as well now. We at are. Two Upfront Soccer. Instagramming recently. Yeah, and our personal pages, our personal Twitter accounts, at Simon Provan and at Baxter Colburn. Absolutely. We'll be joined later on in the show by Vavil USA soccer uh, editor Chris Blakely as he will be helping us uh, sort through the madness that is the NWSL uh, playoffs. Their end of the season is just around the corner with only a few games left, Simon, and some interesting implications for who might be uh, sneaking into the playoffs. Yes. We already know who won the league, 
but we're going to talk with Chris later on to sort about who might those last three playoff spots go to. So, And we've got an NWSL game on in the studio as well. We're keeping an eye on the FC Kansas City and the Washington Spirit game also. Which has uh, tremendous playoff implications for Washington Spirit as well as the Portland Thorns. Yes, who are in fifth place currently, so... This game is huge for them if right. they want to even have a hope to make it in. Right. We know that Washington, with a win or a draw, they are in, and that obviously means Portland is out. And that's the Just to clarify, that is the final playoff spot that they're fighting for. But what you're talking about, mm-hmm. those other three playoff spots, the second, third, and fourth, have not been determined. Yes. Uh, that Chicago has clinched. Obviously, like you said, Seattle won. Yep. Uh, Kansas City Right, Kansas City? Yep. Kansas City is in. Kansas City. But it's that second, third, and actually fourth and fifth right now are so close that we don't know who's going to be second, third, or fourth. Exactly. So as as things happen during the game tonight, we will uh, keep you posted if something exciting happens. Uh, A lot of exciting action being played in front of us. But we're going to save our NWSL talk for our second segment when Chris joins us. But I want to dive into the MLS playoffs. Obviously, they are still several weeks away, Simon. But... I love the what-ifs when yes. it comes to playoff time. Yes. I, I'm a, I live for the what-ifs for MLS playoffs, just playoffs in general, NFL, NBA, blah, blah, blah. But we're talking about Major League Soccer playoffs, and my New England Revolution are in the playoffs right now, as as of right now in the standings. Yeah, they're, and it's, they're in. Yeah, yeah and we, we were talking about beforehand, how, how are we going to go forward with this conversation? We can go a few different ways, but uh, we're going to start here first by determining if the season ended today, since you have such a wide variety in how many or what teams played how many games yep. like the impact have only played 22 because of CONCACAF Champions League earlier in the year uh, you've got other teams for example like FC Dallas they've only played 24 so mm. we decided you know what let's let's go on the points per game table okay. and see who would be in there so uh, from the east we have of course DC's at at the top New York they were sneaking in there, but they had that loss last they night did. to the Chicago Fire. That should be very interesting to see how that plays. I don't think it's going to affect them too much. Personally. I don't think so either. Yeah, and we'll talk about that a little more too yep. with the power rankings. Uh, Columbus Crew, Toronto FC, New England Revolution, Montreal Impact are one through six in the Eastern Conference. I'll just go through the West real quick. This one surprised us. Vancouver actually has more points per game right now than L.A., which would make it, it, it would make it interesting playoff-wise if they were to start today in terms of if, we, if they went by this. Yes, very much so, uh, because then you also have in third sporting Kansas City, who they've been, they've been hurting a bit lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, FC actually been hurting a lot with that San Jose yeah. loss they had a couple of weekends ago. <laughs> I totally forgot to mention this. We have Periscope as well is another way you can watch our that's show. That's right. We have people are commenting as we're talking about things, and we have to shout out to an American outlaw that's watching the game. So props to you, sir. And is again, that... thank you for all your support. Yes. And, uh, and I, I, can't, I can't disagree with you. The blue and gold of the LA Galaxy. Man, yes. They yeah, are he just... was giving his shout out to his team. I don't understand how I, we're, I'm literally looking at us in the screen. How do I forget to mention Periscope? Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Periscope. I'm very sorry. It's not that we don't love you because this is probably one of the funner parts of our show. I know, funner. <laughs> but um, more more fun parts of our show is being able to interact with Periscope viewers. Yeah, it's awesome. Sorry. I, That's I just, awesome. I wanted to get that out of the way because I was like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot. I so. just wonder at what point do they stop calling them the LA Galaxy and they start calling them the LA Demolition or something to that Honestly. effect. Honestly. My goodness. Five zero four zero five one. Goal after it's goal like after ba- goal. It's like a bad FIFA game against you know a guy that's been playing for years against a rookie. It's like, oh, let's play FIFA. I'm actually going to destroy you. Like, and, you know, and Gerard came out too this past week and said that the Galaxy could definitely 
compete in the uh, Premier League. And, and, when, and when you watch them play, you know, he's not saying that they'd be up there with Man City or Man United no, or Chelsea. No, they don't Chelsea, have the capital for that. But, but for the fact that they'd be fighting to, to stay in the league and, and, you know, would do probably quite well. Yeah. Mid-table, maybe lower mid-table. I know there's people out there going to say, you're crazy, man. They're, if anything, they're have a championship team. Have you seen, though, team, the Galaxy, though, the way they play? They, I mean, yeah, they... We've talked about this before. They they are in the <laughs> running to be the first super club yeah. in MLS. Um, their their play is amazing. They get all these players in there, and Bruce Arena. First of all, I think he's part of a miracle worker that he's got all these big guys in there with these you know big contracts. Mm-hmm. Could have big egos, but he knows he knows how to how to manage those guys. And that's what blows my mind is the fact that someone like Bruce Arena is able to do all of that. And then you look at Seattle. Sounders, who also spend a ton of money, and they're not even in the playoffs. No, not according to their points per game. And, and some of that is injuries. You know, Oba Femi Martins has been injured. Yes. Clint Dempsey has been measured, yep. uh, injured. But uh, still, you know, you look at the last four years, Seattle still haven't lifted that cup. They haven't. And I think that's – I think MLS – if it's not the Galaxy, it's got to be the Sounders, like from a league perspective. Not that the league has favorite teams, but... Oh, yes, you, they do. Exactly. Yes, they do. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm trying to stay as unbiased about that as possible, but you can tell, though, that's like, if it's not LA, it's got to be Seattle, and if it's not, well, then... Well, you've got New York City FC now, too. That's, that's, that's the like new baby. That's the baby. As right? I was gonna say, that is the, the absolute new baby that they are putting all their money into, and it's not exactly working out in their favor. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a rough year for them, but again, expansion team as well. You know, they yes. they still they've got their big players, Pirlo and well Lampard, kind of if he gets he, back on the field. No, he's I I don't even classify Lampard as being anything relevant this season. He's done literally nothing, and when he's been on the field, he's done nothing. So no, no, so I don't. He he does not. He doesn't have my respect at least in terms of. Sure, he's got a great resume coming in, but he's done nothing since he's been in the yeah, league. Yeah, no, there's he's there's, been hurt. Quote unquote hurt. And just the way the whole thing happened with him, we were told that he signed with the team, and then yeah. we find out that he actually did. He did sign with Manchester City, and right, right. It was just a massive debacle. And ever since that whole debacle happened, I'm like, no, I have no more respect for Frank Lampard in terms of what he is now. Yes, his career as a whole, well, of course, but the way he is right now, no, absolutely not. And I, I do find it funny though, Simon, that both Orlando and New York and Montreal are all tied with 28 points. And even the, I mean, honestly, the East is wide open for that last spot. Let's oh, be honest. There all the are, way down to Chicago. There and I'll are six tell you what, teams fighting for one spot. If Chicago played the way they played last night, and we'll talk about that game a little bit more in depth, uh, they'll make the playoffs in the East. I have no doubt about that. I also, so if we want to jump ahead and talk about teams that we think will make it yes. nine or ten weeks from now. Let's do that. Uh, I think Philadelphia Union actually really? is going to make that. Are you six, serious? I, I am serious because I don't, I don't, New York City FC, I don't think they're going to figure it out the rest of the no. year. No, they're going to get close, but I think they're going to collapse at the end. Well, and Orlando, I mean, they, they haven't just been losing. We talk on the opposite end of the Galaxy. We look at Orlando. They're not just losing. They're, they're getting, getting, getting beat silly. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think they're going to give it a run. Philly has three wins in a row right now. I suppose. Or around there, around there. Uh, they've either way they they've been playing. They've been playing. I'm not going to say well. Mm-hmm. They've been playing better. Uh, Sebastian Latou. I'm sorry, it's two draws and a win, so it's a three game unbeaten streak that they're on. But Sebastian Latou, he's he's carrying that team right now as they well. Are. Uh, no, I, I agree. I agree with you in that. But the only thing that bothers me is their goal difference. Their negative 10 in goal difference. They've allowed 43 goals and only tallied 33. Yeah, and they you know, let's be honest, they are a streaky team, you know. They, they really are. They, 
I would never put any money on the union if I was a gambling man, which I'm not. But if I if I was like, oh, you have to bet against the union, I would be like, <laughs> no. So so let me ask you then, who do you think? And I, I you know, like I said, I, I the way they're playing, I, I would put my money right now, and you'll probably laugh at me for this. Mm. But again, this is kind of basing it off of one game. Absolutely. If I, if I had to put money on there, I would go with the fire. Okay. Climbing that table and, and taking that sixth seed. So how about you? Who do you think grabs <sighs> that sixth seed? Because it's tougher in the East to figure that out than the West. And I that's think. the hard part, I feel like, because part of me, with the Champions League run that Montreal made, I want to believe that this team is as good as they were in the Champions League, the CONCACAF Champions League. I feel like Montreal's got all the right parts to do it. It's just if they can, they're kind of like Philly where they're streaky. I think I think this they are is, streaky. I think it's honestly that sixth seed right now is just really like a, let's spin a dartboard and then mm. throw a dart and then oh it's Montreal that's in the playoffs this week like how are you really gonna know and I Orlando I uh, you they, want it to be Orlando is, is that right that you want it to be Orlando I don't know I I don't want it to be Philly because I well <laughs> aside from being a Revolution fan I just I I the Philadelphia Union have never impressed me. I, yeah, I get that. I get that. Chicago, sure. I think that would make a great from a media perspective as a media personality. I would love that story. Last place in the conference, grabbing a playoff. Sure, spot, that's sure. huge. Sure, but you the, still haven't answered my question. I know. Oh, you're I just know. about to. I interrupted. I know. You. Say, just but, about but to. say, but at the end of the day, I already said that New York won't make the playoffs. I would. I would love it if Montreal grabbed the last spot. Okay. I think all it right. would be awesome if all three Canadian teams made the playoffs this year. Yeah, I think. I think we're finally going to see Toronto do it yes. for the first time. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I was watching the knock on wood the Amway Canadian Championship last night, which Montreal got shut out two nothing. Mm. What really worried me about that game for Montreal, and I think we see some of the, some of it in the league as well. It looked like they just gave up. Hmm. They gave up. They you know they 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 did get a, a yellow card early on yep. that was questionable, then a red card, so they're playing with ten men, hmm. but. Man, Vancouver, you know, they go into Montreal. They're white hot. They went, they went into Montreal the first game, mm-hmm. you know, and they went 2-0. Then they go to Vancouver last night, and Vancouver puts in two more goals. And, yeah, that's a hot team. Absolutely. Um, a lot of times you can look at teams out when they're playing games outside of MLS and say, well, that's – that's, that's the real that's, team? Well, no, no? You, no, no, just that's an anomaly. That's not going to be the team we see in MLS. That's true. But the impact seems to me the type of team – because they tend to play the same players all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Rio Coker in the back. Um, they seem very consistent with they the product are, they're putting yeah, out. Right, and uh, they didn't look very good last night. They seem to give up, and I just wonder, are we going to see that the rest of the season? Or is losing the Voyagers Cup last night going to be the impetus that they need to get things together and and compete for that sixth spot? That is very true. I mean, just briefly looking at who Montreal trotted out last night, like you said, Nigel Real Coco, Dominic Arduro, Justin Mapp, uh, Didier Drogba did not play last night. No, but let's be honest, he didn't look very impressive in his debut no, either, which did didn't not. surprise me. He's it's going to take him a little while to get uh, up to speed. I feel like uh, Andres Romero played, Eric Alexander Justin played. Justin Mapp was in there. Yeah. Um, who else? That is Kalen, uh, Kayla Malice, uh, Ayango played. The, their defense is a little shaky, in my personal opinion, but. Um, I th- I think they've got a good product though. I think that is good enough that they could sneak that last spot. But they're not. They're miles away from challenging for for a title. All right. So so that's the East. Let's move to the West. Mm-hmm. Um, we could we could actually debate the fifth and sixth place. Who who we think is going to be in? I there. think that's very debatable. Yeah. 
Uh, so I started with the East. Oh, we just fell sorry. down. I just completely destroyed Periscope. I'm so a, sorry. Got such a headache. I gave you a headache, fall. man. So sorry, everybody. <laughs> Awkward. I kicked the chair in front of me, which kicked my laptop, which kicked the case, which kicked the iPad, and then it just was. But I don't know what, what are those what are those, those the chain reaction things called? Like, dominoes. Aside from dominoes, <laughs> I know what dominoes are. It isn't like those things that you see where, you know, like the balloon drops, it lands into a pan that like sends the, the car down the ramp. That There's like some weird like thing for name. I don't know. Oh, it's called uh, <laughs> it's called the Goonies thing that happens the in the Goonies movie. Sure, sure. We'll go with that. I, I know there's some actual. He has no idea what I'm talking about. It's a science right I've never seen the Goonies. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I was hoping that your knowledge would precede it and be able to help me. Sorry. Basically, I'm just calling you old. So that's, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. So let's talk about the Western yeah, Conference the Western here. Conference. The fifth and sixth spots, Simon, are up for debate because, honestly, every team still has a shot. Every team still has a shot. And here's the tough thing for me. You've got Seattle who has all these injuries. Houston all of a sudden is in a injury madhouse. Seems to be the theme. Um, so it's hard to say where Seattle and Houston are actually going to end up. <laughs> I feel like... We we kind of curse some of these teams because just two weeks ago we were talking about Houston and how impressive they've been looking, and mm. we thought that they would end up in the playoffs again. And as soon as that discussion happens, a couple of nights later, they have all these injuries, and they've been they you know they we still have that two two Seattle draw with Portland. Way. But yeah, I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle is not going to make the playoffs. I think it would be great if San Jose just leapfrogs over Seattle and Houston and just. Deals at a spot. I at this point. I think they will. I at this point. I think that. I mean, three game win streak, and mm. that one I know is for sure. It is a Absolutely. three game win streak. Uh, yeah, I see San Jose at number six, possibly number five, maybe maybe getting up there above either Portland or FC Dallas, actually dropping to one of those fifth or sixth spots, and and Portland possibly climbing to the fourth spot. Now I'll ask you this: Does FC Dallas have a chance to miss the playoffs? I. They have not been playing well. No. Uh, I don't. That's why I asked. Yeah, uh, I don't know what's going on down there. Uh, Blas Perez not doing well. Castillo not doing well. You know they've uh, the results have not been impressive. I mean they're on a three-game losing streak, which mm. which includes a two-zero loss to the Chicago Fire, which never looks good on anybody. No, resume. so yeah, I there is a chance. There's a chance they don't make it. Okay. I think they will. But I think I think, I think, I think so they're gonna, too. I think they're going to drop, and uh, we'll see. We'll see that fourth spot actually be battled out between Portland and San Jose. Hmm, interesting. Okay, yeah, I would have to agree with you on that one. I think Seattle's going to drop out. I think San Jose will move up. RSL, I think they're just it's a, this year is not their year. I think they need to figure out their act. They've lost too many people. You trade away. Uh, Sabrio, yeah. but they uh, need to bring in some more attacking options. They did. They, you know, they got a, a DP in Argentine. I heard that. DP, yeah, yeah. Uh, in there, um, when Plata plays, I'll tell you what. That's a different. I love team. watching he's, him he's play. He's great. Uh, but yeah, I just I feel like it's not see uh, Salt Lake's year. They've got some perhaps a little bit of rebuilding to do. Mm-hmm. And then there's Colorado. They got that win last night against Houston, which just completely. You had a fun name for it. The way I that did. I, happened I last called. Night. Yeah, if we want to jump into that discussion, I called last night the night of the living dead. Ah, because both last place teams from the East and the West mm-hmm. ended up winning. Now, of course, Chicago's win was more impressive. They beat the Red Bulls. Yeah, no kidding. Um, uh, Houston 
uh, Colorado beat the Houston Dynamo, who, again, they don't have DeMarcus Beasley, a mm-hmm. uh, couple other players. Is that really such a big factor, though, if they don't for, have DeMarcus Beasley? I think so for Houston. Okay. Yeah, because he's, he's – I mean, he surprises us every time. That's yeah. true. The man still got wheels, surprisingly. Uh, Ricardo, Ricardo Clark is also out for Houston, and he may not have been impressive on the national team level, but no. he's one of uh, <laughs> he's one of the cogs in that team. Okay, and then Taylor as well. So, um, you know, Houston had a I like to call it an almost impressive draw with Portland <laughs> a couple weeks back. They were well, they were up to nothing. They just don't want to give them that. Okay, they, oh, if they were up to nothing and then drew, that's totally yeah. different. Yeah, and they drew in the final like six or seven minutes that Portland uh, got their goals. Yeah, um, no. But but anyways, I wanted to talk about one play in particular. Please. Bit controversial last night in the Chicago I Fire. I was hearing that about this, yes. Well, I, I watched it. I, I don't see what the controversy is. So Lloyd Sam is in the corner. Yep. He touches the ball with his foot. Mm-hmm. To make it, and I thought it was really slick how they did it. He, he touches the ball to make it look like he was actually just setting up the ball for mm-hmm. the next guy to come and actually take sure. the corner. Well, he touches the ball. It's a live ball now. The only time the one revolution law comes into effect is on the kickoff. Okay. Right? So that's what a lot of people are saying as well. If Lloyd Sam did touch the ball, he didn't move it forward. You don't have to. It's just like when you watch all these indirect kicks. Yeah, I've seen that before. Just got to tap it. Yep. So he taps it, and Chicago really must have not seen it. So Sasha Kleschen comes over. And if you watch the replay, you can actually look at him, talk to the AR, asking Mm. him a question, and you see the AR give him the slightest of nods. Which obviously the question was, is this a live ball? Hmm. So then Sasha starts dribbling in, takes one touch. So Chicago thinks he can't take another touch, but he does. Now the fire players are all confused. In that confusion, Kleschen uh, crosses the ball into the box. And the uh, Zabar, New York Red Bulls player, Mm -hmm. puts it in the goal. Hmm. So that's that was the controversy is was that a legal play or not? It, I've looked at it several times and from what I know about the laws it was a completely legal play. Strange. So that tied up the game. But yes. here was the thing that was impressive okay. about Chicago. Iguana Nike got two goals last night. Now he has four goals in his last three games. Oh my. Gilberto was in last night playing very well. Akam has been playing well for the Fire as yep. well. Even Michael Stevens has been getting involved. Oh, good for him. Um, so I just I kind of wonder, after looking last night, you know, the Fire, they were down early 1-0, and we've seen a lot of times mm-hmm. for, for the Fire, it that is, means the game's over. Yeah, the, the Fire's been extinguished. But uh, Iguana Nike comes in and gets his first goal. Uh, then we see another goal, um, and then they finish off the game with, with like I said, uh, Iguana Nike's Second goal on the night. So Chicago, they don't just win a game. They beat the New York Red Bulls. Yeah, three no to kidding. two that's after not being just down. Saying anything. like that's a big deal, honestly. So we'll, we, you know, that that to me was was the the game of the night for the night of the living dead. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> they brought the dead back to life. Honestly, it might honestly have. Has Chicago right. lost that game last night? Yeah, it's a long road. It honestly. is a long road, and it still is. But, man, it's much I'm more doable you, now, they, though. And they haven't been doing horrible. In their last six games, they've had two losses. The other, That's not the other bad. Two draws and two wins. Who does their next three games that they play? Let's see if I space up here on my computer a little bit. We've Orlando City. That's a win. Montreal Impact. Probably a win. And uh, once New again, York. the Red Bulls. So, so we'll see about that. Chicago could potentially grab six out of their next nine points. And look, the rest of their schedule, it's a, it's a mixed batch of things. After those three, they play Orlando again. That's probably Very possible win. win. Montreal again. Possibly. Uh, Toronto, which at this point, I'm picking the fire over Ooh, Toronto. Okay. Of course, Toronto had that big win over Orlando, but that's, not that's the game they win. Yeah. 
Um, but then they have the Revolution, DC United, and, and the, the Red, Red Bulls, Bulls again. again. So that's why I say it's a mixed bag for so Chicago. So Chicago can at least, at least grab, ooh, what, 12 points? 12 points out of those games? That might make an interesting yeah. turn of events. Yep. So, all right. Well, Simon, we need to move into our 50-50 segment. All right. Speaking of playoffs. The playoffs, Simon. Playoffs? Playoffs. I was hoping you were going to make the reference. I wanted to do it, but I'm like, this isn't a football show. <laughs> I mean, it what is. Mean it's not a football show. Football. <laughs> football show. All right, Simon. Talk, walk us through what we got this week. All right. So, the 50-50 segment. The reason it's connected to the playoffs is this was actually spurred by a conversation that Baxter and I, that the two of us had. An intelligent conversation <laughs> right. we had about soccer. Which is very odd for us to have <laughs> happen for us. Uh, we're talking about the NWSL, the Seattle Reign, yep. champions already with uh, two games to go. Uh, we're talking about that the Washington Spirit, they've got a tough schedule, and their last game is against Seattle. Mm. And uh, Tricky, tricky. We're, we're, we're kind of thinking about should a team – that's already clinched a playoff spot with mm-hmm. a couple of games to go, begin to rest its players, or should it continue to play its mm-hmm. starters? Okay. So a very interesting question. Right, right. So it doesn't mean just for the NWSL. We're talking about this in a more general sense. Yeah, we're using that as an example. Yes. So you get 45 seconds, I get 45 seconds, much like a football match in which 45 minutes on either side of the whistle. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're doing it in seconds instead of minutes because that would make way too long of a show. Absolutely. And uh, got time for that kind of stuff. Right, right. So, like I said, we get about 45 seconds each and we, we time each other, make mm-hmm. sure we're following the Keep rules here. It together. Usually don't allow any type of stoppage time. It happens once in a while. Yeah. But, uh, it's usually for Simon because yeah. he likes to ramble. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't shut up. I can't I'm shut there. up. I don't have a whistle, like an official whistle either. <laughs> I, can't, I could mute his mic. I could do that. but then Maybe you should. I might. <laughs> we'll see. Don't try me. We'll see. All right, Simon, you get 45 seconds. Are you ready to go, sir? I'm ready to go. On your mark, get set, go. Now, this might surprise you, and I may have to use examples from other sports. Okay. But I don't think players really should be rested. I think you play your starting 11 as much as possible because you need that rhythm. We've seen too many times this has actually happened to Seattle. Big famous one was the Indianapolis Colts when they had a uh, undefeated season going on. They mm. rested a bunch of their players and then they lost in the first round of or their first playoff game. And it's because you see the the gel that was brought into a team, the cohesion that was there gets lost. Mm-hmm. So I say you continue to improve by playing your starters all the way up until the uh, until the championship game. I got five seconds left. I got nothing else to say. You can say hi to your mom. If hey, you mom. There you go. Say hi to your wife. Hey, your family. Kids. Hey, there Sarah, Grace, and Bethany. Time's up. All right. <laughs> there we go. See, I, I usually, I usually go. try to open it up to you know, be like, say hi to your family. Say hi I to like your mom. Yeah. Like we say hi to mom. You got to give mom credit. All right. So I only took forty seconds this week. Does that mean I get five extra seconds <laughs> next week? <laughs> no. Okay. Not at all. Sorry. <laughs> all right, Baxter. I have the sense you're going to tear me apart this week. Well, but we'll see. All right. Well, whistle's blown. Go. Okay. I'm a firm believer in the fact that if you have a championship sewn up and you have a quote-unquote meaningless game, don't bother wasting your prime players. Let them rest. Let them take that extra opportunity to really get their mindset for that playoff game that's coming up around the corner. Give some of your younger players an opportunity to play against, especially if it's against a high-quality high team. 
If you're already qualified for the playoffs, if you're already content with the spot that you're going to get, let your younger players get the opportunity to come in and play and experience what it's like to play against a high-caliber team. Because at the end of the day, if you end up losing your stars, hypothetically, since we're Packer fans, if you were to play Aaron Rodgers in the last game of the season in a meaningless game, he gets injured, Packers' playoff chances are gone, and there's really no help from back, back from that. All right. Couldn't think of the last yeah, thing. Gotcha. Word gotcha. To say there. No, it's it's. It, I think actually think it's a valid argument on both sides because I agree. you do take that risk of injury. I just I if I was a coach and I were to play my one of my star players and they were to get hurt, the off chance they were to get hurt, that's on the coach. I think I take a more fatalistic view. <laughs> fatalistic view. In that. If they were going to get hurt in that game and you rested them, they're going to get hurt anyways in some other game. Ah, you're, <laughs> one, see, you're one well, of those. Well, the thing for me, too, though, is I feel like you you give your younger players experience in exhibition games. Fair Not enough. so much in still a competitive game. Especially especially if you're talking like the Spirit, who may still be fighting for a playoff spot. That's true. That's true. Well, we're going to talk about the NWSL playoffs coming up in our next segment as Chris Blakely of Vavil USA will be joining us. We're going to go to a break. Don't go anywhere. This is Two Up Front, presented by Sports Radio America. Welcome back to another edition of Two Up Front, presented by Sports Radio America. I'm Baxter Colburn. This is Simon Provan. Welcome back inside the studio, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you listening to us, remember you can catch us on Fridays from 3 to 6 Eastern on Sports Radio America, Live 365, and tune in. Um, Sorry, everything. Our studio is ringing, apparently. (laughs) Goodness. Uh, We're trying to... Technical issues here. Anyway, Simon, talk to the good people. I need to figure this All out. All right, my good people. Well, <laughs> we're, we're heading into NWSL playoff season as well, closer than MLS. Most teams have two games left. A few have three games left. Uh, it's 0-0 right now with the Washington Spirit uh, game. This is a big game for Washington. It's, it's basically this. If Washington wins or draws, they're in the playoffs. The Portland Thorns are out. Here's the tough thing, including tonight – the Spirit have three games remaining. But then they have fixtures against Portland, uh, against Seattle after tonight. So those are two big teams. Obviously, Portland's fighting as well. Now, Portland's on 22 points, and the, uh, the, the Washington Spirit are at 28 points. So Portland has to win their last two games. 
Big game will be Sunday night. That is the Spirit taking on the Portland Thorns. That game is going to be on Fox Sports 1 at 8.30 p.m. Central, so 9.30 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. Not a problem at all. I just so, make sure I had tough, tough run for the Spirit. I think it, it pretty much means that they are going to finish <laughs> off good. the season and tight. make the playoffs. Um, they've got Crystal Dunn leading the league and scoring with 13 goals. Portland, on the other hand, they've got a lot of good players, but Alex Morgan's been sitting out until their last game, which they lost to uh, Sky Blue FC, so obviously a huge Sky dent blue. to their playoffs. The so big blue. A little bit of controversy there with Cameron, the goalkeeper for Sky Blue, taking out Kristen Sinclair, who uh, looks like has some big-time di- big damage to her knee. Looks like yeah. she's out. So That's not good at all. You know, for me, it's, it's a little disappointing if uh, Portland doesn't make it, which they probably won't, just because they – not just because I'm a uh, Portland fan. Never. That but, would never be the reason. But, you know, they lead the team – they lead the league in attendance third year in a row. So, you know, all years of existence. <laughs> uh, listen, their, their average went up from 13,000 last year to 15,000 this year. For so, women's games, yeah. that's crazy. So – uh, love to see more teams get up there, and I, I have faith that someday they will. But for now, one of the best ways to sell soccer on TV is to have that crowd atmosphere there mm-hmm. as well. You know? so, so to have that team out again, it's disappointing. It is. It absolutely is. Well, we're excited to uh, relinquish some of the disappointment, Simon, around the studio by bringing in uh, one of our good friends from Vavil USA, uh, their soccer editor, one of their many soccer editors, Chris Blakely. Welcome to the show, Chris. Maybe. Maybe Chris? Chris? Oh, Lord. Yes. There we oh. go. Oh, kind of, sort of. Chris? Can you hear me, Baxter? I can hear there you. There we go. Can you hear me? I am here. Okay. You can hear us? Can Everybody, hear everybody's good? Because I can't hear you. You can't hear me. Of course not. Um, Hang tight, Chris. Hang tight. How about now? Can you hear me now? Yes. Uh-huh. Yay! Oh, my God. <laughs> People listening at home are like, how do they not have this figured out? We it's call not- that the well, uh, two up-front playoffs. Yeah, honestly. Good <laughs> you Lord. You never know what's going to happen. It really, That's right. Oh, my gosh. Well, Chris, welcome to the show. It's so nice to have you here. Finally. <laughs> Finally, I know. We had miscommunications. No, Your phone so. wouldn't let you answer when I was calling before, and then my phone was like, you want to talk to Chris? Oh, here he is. Nah, you can't talk to him. But we got it figured out, I think so. Anyway, Chris. Hopefully. We'll, well see. We'll cross our fingers. Exactly. Kind of like the Portland Thorns are doing right now with their playoff chances, Chris. Um, good segue. Wow. I was even <laughs> happy with myself on that one. Anyway, um, what can you tell us, Chris, about the upcoming NWSL playoffs? We know that there is um, a, a pretty good oh. chance that there are going to be the, the top four teams are going to make it right now unless – a pure miracle happens for the Portland yeah, they, uh, yep. we got Well, three of the four spots are, shown, are, are already taken care of. Have, uh, obviously, Seattle, who just clinched the shield last night for the second straight year. You got Chicago, who's sitting in second. You got FC Kansas City, who's sitting in third. Your fourth-place team is the lovely Washington Spirit. Um, who has 0-0, uh, by the way. I don't know if you're, if you're watching the game, Chris. 0-0 with Washington. In Kansas oh, okay. City, no, right? I did Kansas not know City. that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we're watching. We have the game on in the studio right now. Nicely done. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and then uh, that fifth and last spot is obviously uh, down there in Portland. Uh, fifth and I do last? know that. Yes. Sorry. There's a fifth uh, spot? I do know um, that if Washington pulls out a tie today, that eliminates Portland. So yes. pretty much a winner, yes. a tie in Portland seasons, even though it's not over, but it's over. Okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, if I if I've done all my math correctly, which I, I, I mean, 
wasn't always best at math, so who knows? <laughs> we get what we There's all these tiebreakers and you know yes. things. But yeah, from what I understand and what I read, uh, a tie or a win by Washington, and, and they're in. Okay, which is a, kind of a bummer for Portland because Providence Park is hosting the NWSL final this year. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I'm not heartbroken. Wow. But... <laughs> As a Sounders fan, just general Seattle sports fan, I'm sure you're not. You're not heartbroken. Yeah, Anytime it's you, can... uh, you know that I I will give Portland their credit when it's due. Um, <laughs> they they do a great job. They fill that stadium up. They they've sold. They actually. Uh, a couple. It's been about a month now. When uh, the the rain went down there, midweek matchup at the last Wednesday of July, they actually sold the entire stadium out. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Which is incredible. I mean, that atmosphere down there. Um, they're the Riverdeers are just as good as the TA. So, um, you know, you, you gotta you know tip your hat to them as much as I don't like to, but I will. <laughs> yeah, you know that was one of the things I was saying, Chris, before. Well, while you were trying to come on air, is is just that is. You know, especially with still trying to sell this league, it's so nice to turn on the TV and see a full stadium. Yeah, you know? and that's I actually huge. I have faith that Providence Park will still be, if not full, quite full. Especially you know, if Seattle full. makes it to the final, because that's not that long of a drive from those folks right. in Seattle. I agree with that. Um, it's one of those things that uh, actually it got discussed in the post game uh, press conference last night after the rain won. Um, you know, she know Laura Hart hit their, excuse me, the Reigns head coach, Laura Harvey said she knows that um, it's going to be packed because it's a great environment. It's great for the league. Um, you know, Fox Sports one, that's probably where they want to put it. And that's probably why they moved to a neutral site location. Mm-hmm. Sure. Absolutely. Right. Um, were you at, were you you at know, the game it, last night, Chris? Yes, I was. I was up in the, uh, what I like to call the sweat box up there. <laughs> the <Memorial laughs> Stadium. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, you're talking about a stadium that was built in, you know, the early 1910s, I believe. So it's pretty old. Um, but no, it's, uh, I was there. It was a great atmosphere. There was, uh, 4,488 people there. Hmm. Um, that's, I believe, their third straight game of over 4,000. Is that max capacity? What's max capacity for the rain? Well, care? technically, the max capacity is like twelve or 13,000. Right. Yeah. Uh... But for, you know, last year was their first year there. Uh, they only opened up the South Grandstand, which is, the side that if you're watching on YouTube or TV, whatever that you see the crowd. Gotcha. Um, That's a smart play then by YouTube. For after you know the World Cup, they started opening up the other side, uh, the the north side, and they're actually opening it up. The last two home games, they've had that open up. They've had a couple hundred on the other side. Um, they actually the rain started selling their playoff tickets. Uh, they're not capping them. Uh, if they get twelve thousand, they get twelve thousand. If they get ten thousand, they get ten. You know, they're That's awesome. No, That's great. There's yeah. no yeah. limit. Okay. Um, Good for them. It's great. And I mean, honestly, last night they had a little promotion going on because the Seattle Storm, the local WNBA team, they had what they oh, called their right. rainstorm night. Um, uh, it was kind of cool. Uh, cool. If yeah. you get a chance, look up the scarf. It's actually a pretty sweet scarf. I wish I could have got one myself. Media probs. Yeah. <laughs> I understand um, your pain. No, I'm glad to hear yeah. some of the training wheels are coming off and at least testing the waters a bit with not capping that stadium and, mm-hmm. and seeing what oh, they definitely. can bring in there. Definitely. I mean, and that was their biggest, you know, they were hesitant because their 2013 season was just absolutely horrible. I mean, they were the worst league in the team. They pretty much had the same players they have now. I mean, obviously they've made key additions like the Kim Little and the yeah, Mary yeah. Mathis. And yeah, what a pickup so Kim Little is. I mean, Seriously. you know. I could, 
I could spend the rest of the day talking about her. I yeah. too. You could say um, she hasn't made a little impact. But <laughs> 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 hey, you're, you're not a dad yet. You wow. don't get to tell dad jokes. Uh, yeah. got it. <laughs> Come on, save that for me and Simon. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you guys can use that. That one was free. You can use that one later. Uh, if I could only tell you the look I would get from my daughter. Like <laughs> <laughs> dad. Um, but you know, no, uh, it, it's great. Um, they're doing all the right things. But you know, 2013 was horrible. They moved to Memorial Stadium. It's in the heart of Seattle. It's a pain in the butt to get to. Trust me, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with those seven o'clock midweek games, but they're yeah. they've done well. Um, they're doing the right thing. They're they've made it pretty much to where they're not competing with the Sounders. Um, so that's always been that's always been that's a huge. big big issue for them. Is you know, oh, do I going to go watch the Sounders or am I going to go watch the Ring? Nine out of ten people sadly are going to choose the Sounders, but. It is what it is with women's sports in America right now. Um, but I, I, I honestly, seriously think it's going to get better. Um, but one of the ways, one of the things I wanted to mention was the way I think it can, it can get better is if the NWSL actually can get themselves a really good TV deal. Um, mm-hmm. Which they're trying they to do, I feel well, like. Well, I mean, yes, they're trying. But the problem is all three years, the season's halfway done. And then they're like, oh, hey, we did a TV deal. Right. Right. You know, or maybe, you know what, first season, I might be mistaken. They may have actually had a TV deal, but it wasn't that great. No. And then then last year, ESPN says, oh, yeah, we'll pick these up, but we're going to show them an ESPN 3. And it's like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I don't know my games. I actually want to be able to turn on my TV that I pay all that money a month, per month, and mm-hmm. I want to watch a sporting event. Well, I was talking to Simon even before the game because we have FC Kansas City Washington Spirit on right now. We're watching it live on YouTube. I think that's a brilliant idea, personally, because it's free. And as long as you have an internet connection, you can watch the game. And you don't have to like have a weird account with anybody. You can just be a casual person, and you can go on YouTube and stream the game live, which I think is a great idea. I, I definitely want it to be available on national television, obviously. But I think that having the YouTube option has been tremendous for the growth, personally. Well, you know, I I think what they really need to do is kind of similar to MLS, and obviously it's taken MLS 15-plus years to get where they are, mm-hmm. almost 20, to actually get to the status they're at. But they need to, you know, whether it be ESPN or Fox Sports, they need to actually, you know, get a full year or two contract and then have a game a week, you know, have a game of the week on Fox Sports 1. Have it every Sunday night. Who cares? Yeah, get I think... these ladies on. And, and get them on TV. They deserve it. And try to get a dedicated time as well, which can be tough in the in the sports landscape of the U.S. But yeah. you know, if if for the first few years you can get not just a day but a specific time slot, so everybody knows where to go at that time. I think that was one oh, of the key sure. things that, you know that MLS had there for a while. Now it's a big enough league that people are purposefully going to look up when their team is playing. Um. But yeah, it's it, it's critical to get that destination time slot. Absolutely. I also, I heard you guys doing your, um, was that fifty fifty? Yeah. Yes. And I know the question was about resting starters and so forth, and I'm glad I happen to be listening when you guys talked about that because <laughs> that's something that Laura Harvey's been talking about with the rain the last couple of weeks because they knew the shield was in grasp, you know, and all this, and they knew how many points they needed to get. Laura Harvey, you know, as I mentioned, she numerous mentioned numerous times 
of the mistakes they made last year when they rested players because they clinched the shield so soon. Mm. There was well, still like last year was, was I feel like a special time. They just blew through the league last year. Well, yeah, I mean they they you know sixteen two and six. I mean nobody's going to ever replicate that again. No, I mean the the best the ring can do this year is fourteen wins, and I doubt they'll get fourteen. I think it'll be thirteen. Mm. But, um, you know, she said she rested the players when she shouldn't have. Even though it was a game here, a game there, they got rusty. So she's been saying for the last few weeks, we're going to play. My starters are going to play. I'm not holding back anything, so forth. You know, obviously, if somebody's got a minor injury or something, yeah, they, you know, they'll probably get rested. But other than that, I mean, she's not, she's going to, she says she's not being. Do we lose you again, Chris? No, I'm here. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. We had a little (laughs) bleep there. Uh, She's a smart lady, I would have to say. Since well, I, yeah, I was, you, you know, know, I was the one arguing for that. That's that's all I'm saying. Well, well, you know. <laughs> and I was going to say, Baxter, uh, I have to agree with Simon. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's. You know, it, it's okay if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt in that final game. <laughs> it won't hurt my feelings. <laughs> of course not. You, you heard about Jordy Nelson, I. Yeah, uh, sadly, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's. Un- I mean, it is unfortunate. You know, he's one of the good guys in the league, but yeah, yeah, uh, definitely for sure. He's uh, any injuries at this time of year, it's horrible, regardless of who it is. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Colin Kaepernick right now, even though you know he plays for Forty ers and I can't stand them, he could break his leg tomorrow, and I would, I would feel bad. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, again, good, great player. I mean, one of the best in the league right now, and uh, definitely. You certainly hope you don't see that happen to you know players like a. Uh, Crystal Dunn, even for Washington Spirit, but definitely Kim Little, uh, Beverly Yanez for Seattle. It's you know he well, gets Yanez. She actually got hurt last Friday night. Oh, did she? Houston, and uh, Laura Harvey didn't really mention what the injury was, but uh, one of the gentlemen uh, after the game asked her uh, about her, and she said she doesn't expect to see her back for the rest of the regular season. Granted, it's only two games. Sure. Um, you know, but it it was a non-contact injury. She just was going after the ball, and she just kind of fell. She tried to tough it out, but she had to be subbed off. But the problem is, it's like they don't lose any production losing Yanez because right. they got uh, Katrina. I can't pronounce her last name. Uh, I feel bad, but uh, anyway, she's she's great. Her and Merritt Mathis up top for the rain. They're great hold up. Um, you know, forwards mm-hmm. and they they. Mm-hmm make great runs into the box that allow players like a Kim Little, a Jess Fishlock, even a Megan Rapino, who's technically listed as a forward, but she plays more of a midfield role for the rain. Okay. Um, you know, Kim Little, I mean, because of Yanez, because of Mathis, because of all the other players, that's why Little's doing so well these last few weeks. You know, four goals in six games, six in her last six. That's uh, impressive on anybody's be, part. Yeah, it might be a stretch, but She's making a great case to win the MVP again. I mean, it, right now, Crystal Dunn has it. If she keeps scoring, she'll probably get it. Yes. But if for somehow, let's say Little scores two on Saturday and then scores two on next week when they play Washington. You know, all of a sudden, maybe she has more goals. She's got, you know, you never know. It, it's it. Well, for a while, it was a one-person race, but now it's definitely a two-person race. Well, yeah. Well, the other thing that Kim Little has working for her, she also, you know, yeah, she's second in scoring, but she leads the league in assists. Exactly what I was going to say. Definitely, you know. <laughs> She's so, so good, and I forget she's only 25. Really? Right. You know, that she's got, it, and I would say she's got a good five, six years. I mean, NWS is pretty physical. Um, it is. You know, a lot a of people compare her to Messi, and they say mm. she's the women's Messi. Um, 
Wow. She's that good. I mean, <laughs> she's absolutely incredible. Um, and honestly, I would say she's probably the best at her position in the world. Hmm. Well, she's certainly women, showing that this season. Game. Well, yeah. in the women's game, obviously, yeah. I mean, that's... Yes. Um, and she, yeah, what is knows. what is her official? Is she a, a, an attacking midfielder? How does she, what does she line up at as on, uh, on the roster I, I would card? Think she does track back on defense here and there, but it, it's more she's staying, you know, right around midfield, and obviously she's making all of her runs into the box. Uh, Jess Fishlock is probably more of your defensive. Yeah, she's kind of in the middle. And Keelan Winters is your for sure defensive midfielder, kind of like a, a Osvaldo Alonso for the Sounders. Makes sense. It's a good comparison. All right. Well, Chris, any other uh, final insights or thoughts for us before we got to let you go? Uh, no, uh, other than you know the rain play Saturday against Sky Blue FC. Um, a little birdie told me the NWSL commissioner is going to be in Seattle um, to present them with the shield. So basically, they'll take it out of the closet, hand it to them, put them back in, <laughs> um, and then. Um, they're, they're doing a little media session uh, session at halftime, so uh, you know, look out for something on that at, uh, over at Babel USA. Fantastic. Well, Chris, we appreciate your time today, sir. You can follow Chris as you can follow his work over at Babel USA, but you can also follow him at uh, the Real C Blakely on Twitter. Uh, Chris, always a pleasure, sir. We appreciate it, and we look forward to seeing more of your awesome work over at Babel USA and having you on the program again in the future. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Thanks, Chris. Anytime. Chris Blakely, a good friend of the show, chatting about the NWSL playoffs. Always appreciate his insight and his subtle jabs at Portland sports just to give Simon a little, (laughs) get him a little fired up. So we're going to go to a break. When we come back, Simon, the Champions League draw is officially out. And we're going to chat a little bit about that and also give our predictions of who we think the the two teams out of each group are that are going to be sneaking out into the knockout round. We're going to talk about that and much more. This is Two Up Front, presented by Sports Radio America. Welcome back to another edition of Two Up Front, presented by Sports Radio America. I'm Baxter Colburn. This is Simon Provan. Welcome back inside the studio as we continue to roll on with our show, our 21st show, Simon. 21st. 21st. How does that make you feel? Uh, makes me feel like I'm 21 all over again. Oh, okay. That's How about you? I, I honestly wasn't expecting that sort of response, so I don't know how I feel anymore. No, um, <laughs> I feel good. I'm, I'm excited about it, and I think that it's a awesome thing to, to keep having the, the t- continued growth of our show. Yes. And it's all thanks to the listeners. Yeah, we got people tweeting in as we're on Periscope mm-hmm. here, you know. Yeah, and I appreciate the person who did the hashtag technology. Honestly. Thumbs up. Appreciate <laughs> you. CPLATH10 for you out there that uh, made that comment. Thank you, because, yeah, some days, I swear. 
But um, it's not it's not the users. Most people are like, oh, it's the users. It's not the users. It's the cord. Everything's plugged in where it's supposed to be. But some days, anyway, it's all good. But uh, we appreciate your listenership, but you can also interact with us on social media as well. You can follow him at Simon Provan. I'm at Baxter Colburn, and then at 2UpFrontSoccer on Twitter, 2UpFront on Facebook, and then at 2UpFrontSoccer on Instagram as well. A lot of exciting things happening over the next few weeks for our show. We're going to be going to a few different pubs around the greater Milwaukee area, so be on the lookout for our official announcements for where we will be and if you can come out and listen to us yeah. and all of that and interact with us. and uh, The plan is to do them all during uh, EPL games and EPL games of note. Yes, the, of is, note. Is I mean, we're not going to go to like, you know, Leicester something. I don't know. I mean, Leicester actually might you know, put on that a good That could be game. a good Yeah, but let's say uh, Sunderland and... And Stoke. There you go. I would not pay money to go. I mean, I, I mean... Well, you get to watch Jeff Cameron, though, possibly for Stoke. Good old GF. The only outfield player that's an American in the EPL right now. <sighs> that people actually like Jeff Cameron. Yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. He's a likable guy. I, I don't know him personally, but... I've never had a problem with him. <laughs> Jeff and I are tight. No, I'm not going to pretend like I know him. Anyway, um, so the Champions League draw uh, occurred today. I feel like we need like you know, that theme music, though. The Champions! Yes, right. Or whatever, right. like in the background. But uh, we don't have that, unfortunately. We Our, our house our house band and choir are off this weekend. <laughs> um, so we're not going to sing it, So even though I kind of did. But anyway, so uh, we're going to walk through uh, group by group, Simon, real quick, and uh, say who's in the group, but also offer our predictions of the two teams we think are going to get out of the group. As well. Sounds good. So, Group A, Simon, we have Paris Saint-Germain, our PSG for you Americans. Uh, Real Madrid, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that next one. Shakhtar Donetsk. And then Malmo. Yes. PSG and Real Madrid are my picks. Yep, they're my picks as well. Malmo, I feel like, has got that closet off chance, but PSG and Real Madrid are just way too good. Personally. Yeah, but Shakhtar, you know, they they can be a decent side, and they are. Obviously, they're in the Champions League, mm-hmm. and they're they're in the Champions League a lot. But when you got two teams like PSG and Real Madrid, it's hard not it's, not to pick them. You would literally need Ronaldo to break his leg and PSG to go bankrupt for that to happen. There you go. Yeah, that's about it. Well, now that's you know. Malmo and uh, Shakhtar start start game planning accordingly. Honestly, the soccer world would stop if. Shakhtar and Malmo got out yes. of that group. Yes, I would be. I would laugh. I would be. I wouldn't even know. I'd have to write about it. I think if I think if Shakhtar got through, that wouldn't be a huge surprise. Who would they? Who would? Who would well, be, I, well, who I. Would, I who would they take out? I think it would be either PSG or Real Madrid. Well, obviously, <laughs> but out of the two, I think it would be PSG that they would knock off. Yeah, I kind of have this feeling that PSG. Might make it to the final this year. Really? Yeah. Early prediction. You heard it here first. Simon thinks PSG might be one of the top two. Fair enough. That's interesting theory. All right. uh, Group B, you have PSV, Eidenhoven, Manchester United, CSK, Moscow, and Wolfsburg. 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 Uh, I'm going to go on the edge and say Wolfsburg and United are going to make it out. Those are my picks as well. Really? Mm -hmm. I thought you might have gone for PSV. No, I think, you know, you got... Wolfsburg from the Bundesliga. They're I mean, just fun to say. It is fun to say as well. Uh, yeah, I just I think they're they're too strong for the other two teams. Mm. Um, I actually think they may win the group. Wolfsburg. Yes, I think that that might be one of the surprises of the group mm. because Manchester United, though I picked them to win the uh, Premier League, they sure. have not been impressive. Fair enough. And if that continues in Champions League. 
I'm going with Wolfsburg to win the group. Fair enough. But yeah, United and Wolfsburg are Simon and I's picks to get out of Group B. Group C, you have Benfica, Galatasaray, Atletico Madrid, and FK Astana. These are just fun names to say. Very fun. Uh, Atletico Madrid for sure, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. And, I mean, Benfica seems like the the obvious choice, but I don't know. Is it as obvious as I think it is? They, yeah, I think it. No, I don't think it is. I think they'll actually have a good fight with Galassari, but I think Benfica is going to be the one to pull it out. Yep, I'd have to agree with you on that one. Atletico Madrid, for sure, we saw them dominate the last few years. And just even in La Liga, they've, they're that. It's, it's becoming a three-team La Liga thanks to the play of Atletico Madrid. Mm-hmm. It's not just Real Madrid and Barcelona anymore, which is good to see because I was getting really tired. And that was one of the reasons I just don't follow the league because it's like, oh, Real Madrid and Barcelona are one and two again. Sure. So what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, Goes I, back to what we talk about. We know MLS is nowhere near the level of play of those two teams. No. But at least the league as a whole is interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, that there's, there's a good chance that it might not be the same team. Look year. at last night. Chicago Fire beating right? the New York Red Bulls. That's unheard of. You know, it's – well, that's the point, though. It's not. In MLS, it's not. That's true. You know, but if you look at Real Madrid losing to whatever last place team is in – La Liga, which I don't even know what I they're called. I not even tell you uh, or that, pronounce it. That would be, you know, talk about mm-hmm. stopping the uh, world of soccer. No that, kidding. That would, be, that would be enormous. A travesty. Absolutely. Well, uh, Group D, probably the group of death, I think is the best. Oh, one. absolutely. Uh, you have Juventus, Manchester City, Sevilla, and Borussia Mönchengladbach. I don't even know. Bradley's old, Michael Bradley's old team. One of his old teams. Trust me, it's true. Mancha Lagerbach there? That's Borussia. That's one name. Borussia Mönchengladbach. Yeah. Yes, that's that's the team name. That's, that's one of Bradley's old teams? Yeah, in the Bundesliga. When? A when few he, years when ago. Did he play for them? Yeah, should, I, should I Wikipedia you just to prove it to, to you? Honestly. I, you know, these are the stats that just or the information that just sticks in my head. Yeah. See, if this was like an NFL discussion, I would be, I would be, we just would be rotated. Right. I feel like. But right. Yeah. When it comes to like old soccer news, like, unless it's revolution based, I got nothing for you. So, um, <laughs> fair enough. I appreciate the honesty. Absolutely. I, I try to be an open book on this. Uh, uh, Sevilla for sure. In my opinion, uh, they won Europa League last year, and I think that I was listening to the counterattack today on Sirius XM FC, yeah. and they said there's a great chance that all five La Liga teams make it to the ninth round of 16. Really? Yes. You know, Sevilla, yeah, they've, they've not only won the last Europa League, they've won it two years in a row, mm. and they've actually won it four of the last nine years. Good Lord. Uh, so they've got the pedigree. They, they know how to take care of uh, business in Europe. Mm-hmm. At the same time, Juventus has been quite strong, and they're, they're going back to the uh, Juventus of the 80s, you know, Which just is... owning, owning the uh, Serie A there in Italy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a tough one for me. I, I think I will go with – I'm going to go with Man City and Juventus. Oh, okay. Here's the crazy thing. Man yes. City finally gets in the top – hot this year, yep. and they still get a crazy group yeah. that they have to play out of. No, I agree. Uh, I'm going to go with Juventus and Sevilla. Okay. I, I like. Right. I think City is going to not be able to handle the quick attack of Sevilla and Juventus. Like you said, they're just too strong right now. And, um, all right, moving on to Group E, uh, Barcelona, Bayer Leverkusen, uh, AS Roma, and is that Bait Borussia? Sure, something like that. 
All right, well, they're not going to make it, so we don't really care. No no offense, but um, Barcelona, obviously, mm-hmm. that's pretty pretty. Yep, then you're going to have a fight between Roma and Leverkusen. And I've got Leverkusen. i got Roma. Okay, I like it when we don't agree sometimes. Me too. Makes for interesting debates. Group F, Bayern Munich, Arsenal, Olympic, Olympi, ah, I know how to say this, Olympiacos, mm-hmm. there we go, and Dynamo Zagreb. Zeg- Zagreb. It's Russian, so I have no idea. Yeah. Fun fact. Oh no, I'm sorry. Not not that. I'm just kidding. Dynamo Zagreb. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, they're not going to make it out. Arsenal and Bayern <laughs> Munich. Uh, Olympiacos yeah, is going to tr- is going to try. Too easy. I, I could see Olympiacos stealing their home game against Arsenal from them. Okay. But I don't think Arsenal is going to not make it through. I, I'll go a step further. I think Arsenal will make it, but I think they'll get knocked out in the round of 16. Yeah. No, I agree. Arsenal just doesn't have the firepower this year. If right. they were to actually land one of their multiple rumored transfers, right. like a Cavani or a... And that's the thing, going back to Manchester United, too. If if they you know they were going after Bale for quite a while... They still going, are. Going they after, tried again recently. Yeah, now they're going after Neymar Jr. as well. Mm. Be interested to see if they land one of those guys. And with their goalkeeper situation still unsettled, well, I think that's why they're trying to go after Neymar, or that's why they're trying to go um, after Gareth Bale, is because they're going to try to use De Gea as a gambling chip. Ah, there you go. That's, makes sense. That's some of the things I've heard recently. That makes sense. So, which makes sense if you have an unsettled goalkeeper, you don't want him on your team, obviously, because he's your goalkeeper, and mm-hmm. you could just step aside and be like, "Oh, there you go." There's. I know he wouldn't, but um, why not? Why not use him as a gambling chip? One of the quote-unquote best goalies in the world right now. Use him as a gambling chip and help boost your offense. If you're content with who you have behind De Gea, which I think United pretty much is, you'd be fine. And you look at it this way, too. So they make it through the season uh, with the keeper they're using instead of De Gea. Maybe that it helps to attract the type of keeper that you're hoping to get. Exactly. Exactly. No, I completely agree with you on that one. All right. Uh, Group G is probably one of the the second easiest, I believe. Uh, You have Chelsea. FC Porto, Dynamo Kiev, and... Mm, Tel Aviv. Yep. <laughs> I, I was going to try, and I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, Chelsea and, I mean, probably Porto. That's that's who I'm picking, yeah. FC Porto. Dynamo Kiev yeah. with an outside chance, but Porto's mm-hmm. too strong, mm-hmm. I think. And then... <laughs> the sleeper group. The sleeper group, Group H. Zenit, St. Petersburg, Valencia, uh, Lyon, and Ghent. I've got... Gent. I I don't know. I, I hate to say it. I'm good. Now I'm going to be honest here. I don't know. But I, anyways, I've got Valencia and Zenit. That's who I'm going with. I've got Valencia and Leon. Huh? All right. Zenit was the top-seeded team in that group. Well, yeah. I like to pick, a, pick some controversy. There you go. Sure. Why not? Fair enough. Well, um, let us know your thoughts. Remember, you can tweet at us, uh, at 2 upfront soccer, at Simon Proven, and at Baxter Colburn. Uh, with your thoughts on our, our, our predictions for the Champions League group stages. Uh, and let us know your thoughts as well. We'd love to to hear from you guys because sometimes, you know, more often than not, people don't agree with everything that we say. <laughs> uh, you, you, had a, you had a thought? You, you raised not your a hand. thought. Just want to let you know that Michael Bradley played with Borussia Mönchengladbach. Mönchengladbach. Signed with them in 2008, played with them till 2011 when he moved over to Aston Villa for a little while. Now I know. The there more you, you know, Simon. The more you know. I appreciate it. Oh, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, our latest predictions and power rankings are here, and we're ready to dish them out for you. This is Two Up Front, presented by Sports Radio America.
Welcome back to another edition of Two Up Front, presented by Sports Radio America. I'm Baxter Colburn. This is Simon Provan. Welcome back to our show. Thanks to all of you listening. Remember, you can catch us on Fridays from 3 to 6 Eastern right here on Sports Radio America on Live 365 and tune in. You can also listen to us on demand anytime you want to on Spreaker.com, on iHeartRadio, and on iTunes as well. And if you fancy uh, a watch and listen at the same time, you can check us out on Periscope as well. So hello to our Periscope viewers right now. Uh, some good interaction. We had an LA Galaxy fan uh, shouting out the colors earlier in the show, and uh, we had some people hashtagging us in terms of our yeah. technology issues yeah. also. A little so. preview, too, for our LA fan out there. Listen to our power rankings. You'll be quite pleased. <laughs> yes. I feel like anybody in LA would be quite pleased, honestly, <laughs> at that point. So, uh, But before we get to our predictions or our power rankings, Simon, you uh, have some interesting information. <laughs> well, I just wanted to share, you know, talking Champions League, I want to talk Champions League on this side of the pond. Oh. I know there's people out there going, oh my goodness. But, Boo. hey. No, it's fine. MLS takes part in it and it is, uh, it's a tournament that MLS has to win to focus on becoming a better league, mm -hmm. you know, at least with its reputation. But last night, unfortunately, MLS had its first loss <gasps> in the Champions League. Seattle Sounders lost to Olympia well, in Honduras. I mean, Not a big surprise. We called that loss, We though. did. We did. You're, it's a very hostile environment. Olympia's a good team. And, uh, you know, I don't know how specifically their field is because, again, they air these games on Fox Sports 2 or Fox Soccer Plus channels that I don't have. Mm -hmm. But uh, Olympia's a good team, hostile environment, plus Seattle. They're dealing with a lot of injuries. They're yep. trying to get those players healthy. So Ziggy Schmidt put a lot of uh, second stringers out there last night, uh -huh. and that that's going to total all that up. It's going to be a loss. Still a bit respect respectful, 1-0. Mm -hmm. But, Baxter, I get the feeling that Seattle is basically saying, and, and next time we have Chris on, maybe he can – we can have a discussion about this. But I, I kind of have the fee feeling Seattle's saying with the Champions League deal that, you know what, it's not a priority. we got to get our players healthy. we got to focus on MLS making MLS playoffs. Right, right. So whatever happens, happens this year with uh, with our team in the Champions League. That's just the gut feeling I get from reading the reports from that. last night. No, I agree with that. And then Tuesday night there was another victory, though, for MLS. Yeah, D.C. United. 3-0 uh, over Montego Bay. They are out of Jamaica. so They continue to roll, uh, but Montego Bay, uh, they are coached by a uh, an American. Is that correct? They are. Uh, His name escapes me. Hackinson, I believe, Hackinson. is who it is. I, I think believe I is who it is. Forgive me if I'm wrong about that. One thing I did want to talk about, there were there were other results, but the big one, actually, of the night, San Francisco, uh, out of... 49ers played? <laughs> That was just too easy. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's all right. <laughs> I was like, shit. I, in my, I had a battle in my mind. I'm like, I don't know you if know you that, should say that, Baxter. That like, probably yeah, would not? have been even more impressive if it was the 49ers. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. But they, last in their group, they took on Quireto. I'm sorry. I'm terrible at Spanish. Quireto. Somebody wants to tweet in the pronunciation. That'd be awesome. Quireto. Uh, anyways, San Francisco beat them 2-1 to one last night. Ah, the battles of the O's last night. Right, well, that's, you know, uh, Cuierto, if you want to say it for me again. Cuierto. There we go, thank you. Liga <laughs> MX team and a good one. Ooh. So that was that Shocking. was a huge upset last night. My goodness. So 2-1, to one, San Fran it's probably San Francisco. See, si, yeah, San uh, Francisco. They end up taking that game 2-1. to one, but there was, so. a, was, that a, was that a red card that I saw? <gasps> there was a red card for San Francisco. So San Francisco With won 10 men. 10 men. 
How about Wait, wait, that? wait. Go back. Sorry. Down yeah, again, yeah. down again, down again. Oh, there was a red card for both sides. So there was 10 on 10. Oh, there you go. Huh. Uh, Sorry. I just I noticed that. I wanted to once again, Once again, you look at this a total stoppage time of 6 minutes and 17 seconds. Mm. CONCACAF. CONCACAF. That just means there was a lot of probably time wasting or. Yeah, that's maybe where the red cards came involved. Right, too. right. So. So there you go, just a quick update on CONCACAF Champions League. The MLS teams, you know, the one thing about Seattle is they're also in a group with the Vancouver Whitecaps. So you're going to have an MLS team not make it out of that group. Mm. You know, so you'll have at least one MLS team not make it to the group or the uh, the knockout rounds. Which is not horrible, I guess. I mean, obviously we want to see the league continue to grow as much as possible, but at that point, I mean, eh. If it's Seattle that doesn't make it, I'm sure neither of us will be heartbroken. I won't be heartbroken. No, I won't either. (laughs) All right, Simon, looking ahead, we have our latest predictions uh, for this week in MLS action starting uh, this very evening for those of you that will be listening on Sports Radio America. So tonight is the California Classico San Jose versus the LA Galaxy. Yeah, this is in San Jose. Which is always a hostile place, and I feel like San Jose always gets ten times better in this game in San Jose. Yeah, again, we've got San Jose on a three-game win streak. I mean, they just, they're just they beating good teams. In the last three games. Right. D.C. United, they beat 2-0 Kansas City. Mm. Now, granted, we both talked about how tired Kansas they City re- just yeah. looked. You know, but still, so. take it for what it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's still a 5-0 win. Um, I almost want to call an upset here because I think it would be an upset for San Jose to beat L.A. Oh, I, oh absolutely. Um, I'd like to call an upset. But I'm not going to. I'm still picking the Galaxy. Okay. And I, I want to agree with you in terms of San Jose, like with that upset factor. But, oh, it's just really – it's hard because Chris Wondolowski is back. He's doing mm-hmm. lots of mm-hmm. Wando things. But Robbie Keane has got the luck of the Irish on his side right now with all the goals he's scoring. He's and got Sebastian the luck of the legit Irish. is too legit to quit. I'll tell you what. Out of, out of all the big names with L.A., yes. I, I have been most impressed – with Sebastian Legit. Yes. That flick on that he had mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, – I'm sorry, I can't remember which goal it was. But, my God, he takes there the ball of out of the air, just flicks it back. Uh, I believe it was Robbie Rogers that ran onto it. But that all started oh, yes. with that Sebastian was... Legit and that awareness and the way he can predict the game. I mean, he is he is incredibly impressive. Mm-hmm. For what he's getting com- paid compared to the rest of the guys? Yes. That, that – to me, is L.A.'s best, best pickup of the season. I, I think you have to make – I feel like he should win the newcomer of the year, in all honesty. Um, but, I mean, I <laughs> <laughs> I have to – sorry, I have to acknowledge this. The real the Chris Blakely was just on, just periscoped uh, commentary, said he feels creepy for watching us. Um, but uh, it's not creepy, Chris. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it's only creepy if you make it creepy. But we appreciate you coming on the show, so <laughs> shout out to you from that. But anyway. <laughs> I was like, I have to say something about that. But um, <laughs> I do find it funny, though, too. Uh, CPLAS10 commented on uh, Periscope as well, saying that uh, Wando equal uh, toe goals. Like he uses his Ah, uh, yes, yes. There's a lot of oh, uh, toe yeah, poke goals. Right there. Toe pokes and PKs. Mm-hmm. That's Wando's game. <laughs> as long as your team is winning. Unless you're playing Belgium. Then oh, it's Did it's I just say that? Well, he had the possible toe poke goal against was Belgium. Was that two win? Two, two win. Too yeah, soon? <laughs> It's been a year. I swear, if people haven't moved on yet. Let's move on, speaking of moving Please. on. All right, so we're both taking L.A. at the end of the day against San Jose. 
NYC FC versus the Columbus Crew kicking off Saturday's action. How do you feel about that game? Well, I picked the away team in the first game of the weekend, and I'm going to stick with that. I think Columbus is going to beat NYC FC. Um, I am going to go with NYC on this one. Right. I think that this would be a good game for them to get some momentum in, and I think Columbus um, has not been playing as good as they have in recent games. Well, they're on a, th- I believe it's a three-game unbeaten streak right now. Yes. But you're but right. Their, their character... In those wins. Has they just drew NYCFC two games ago, and I think that NYCFC's got it out for them right now. So I like that. I like sure. the chance. Sure. Uh, TFC with Toronto uh, against Montreal. I've got Toronto in this game. Me too. Yep. Which which scares me a bit because Toronto, other than that Orlando game, they have uh, it's just not been looking well. Eltador got his two goals. One of them was not a PK. It was actually off his head. And I, I have a feel, you know, Josie always seems the type of player that once he gets a couple of goals, mm-hmm. he likes to say he never loses his confidence, but it sure <laughs> seems to be after he scores a few that all of a sudden he loses he's confidence every better. time he puts a U.S. jersey on, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Philly and New England. I've got New England in this game. Hmm. And that's an unbiased perspective, too. Okay, why is it an unbiased perspective? Uh, because the Revolution are coming off a week of rest. Uh, they have they defeated the Houston Dynamo 2-0 uh, two weeks ago, and then they had a nice rest, and they're coming back, and they're on a four-game unbeaten streak. And I think that this would be a good opportunity for them to continue to move up the table and hopefully knock off a competitor that is going to try to take one of the playoff spots away from them. The thing I'm going to add to that is Jay Heaps just signed a contract extension. The as players well are going to want to reward him. And same with Bobby Shuttleworth. Bobby their, Shuttleworth. Their, goal, their goalkeeper also. So, yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. I'll pick the okay. refs as well. Orlando and Chicago. I know who Ooh, I'm taking. This is a tough one. It's in Orlando. I'm taking Chicago. I've got Chicago, too. Oh, I, wanted to, I wanted to pick Orlando, but my heart's like, don't do it. Don't be that guy. Uh, Colorado and Sporting. This is a tough one right now because Sporting is not performing well mm-hmm. at all. They Yes, they've been tired, but um, two losses in a row, you know, uh, obviously – that 5-0 loss to San Jose, but then they also lost to the crew 3-2. to two. Does Colorado but, pounce and on, a, on a weakened sporting KC? Here's the other thing, too. Colorado has a short turnaround. You know, They just played last night. Now yep. they're going to be playing on Saturday. I'm, I'm going to take – I can't pick Colorado. I'm going to take sporting on this. I have to agree, unfortunately. Uh, okay. I know. Right. Um, FC Dallas, RSL. I'm going to just go out on a limb and say RSL. <sighs> I'll pick I, FC Dallas. I was going to say, did I take you? Did you want RSL? No, no. It's it's a tough one for me because as bad as FC Dallas has been, I don't believe they're that bad. They've you know lost their mean? last three games. Sam. I know. But that's what I'm saying. As bad as they're playing, I don't believe they're that bad. Okay. So I'm going to take FC Dallas on this. Fair enough. Houston and Vancouver. You just, Vancouver, like I say it every week, they are white hot. I've got to take the white caps. Yeah, I've got to take the white caps as well. That one's too easy. The Cascadia match of the week. The Sounders and the Timbers. Chris is going to be so pleased that I am picking my team instead of his. <laughs> well done. Well done. i got to go with Portland, too, on this one. Seattle, they always manage to show up in these games, but it's just Portland, for me right now, is really just taking the cake. They're in there. I mean, they're... It's funny, Portland's been a bit of a streaky team as well, Mm -hmm. and it's not even so much in their results as it is in the way they play. There's games where they just, you know, they get two or three games where everything is just clicking. They may not even necessarily win that game, but Mm -hmm. everything's clicking. Uh, And then they may have a game that they're not playing so well, but they end up pulling out a win. Uh, They haven't had too many losses on the season. They're also on a four-game on a beaten streak. Mm. 
The, the thing that scares me about Portland is they tend to let goals in early, and then they got to claw their way back. And this game's in Seattle, too. The game is in Seattle. It's going to be a hostile environment. It is. Uh, I, I feel like maybe Chris would agree with me on this, too. I feel like that both these teams really don't get phased too much. When Seattle's at Providence Park, Seattle doesn't no. get phased too much. It's just the, it's similar atmospheres. Right, right. Yeah, they're both used to it. It's week in, week out for them. But um, I'm, it comes down, really, I, 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 it's a sin for me to pick the Sounders, when they're playing Portland. <laughs> I agree. No, i got to go with Portland. And then our final game of the week, you've got the Red Bulls and D.C. United on Sunday action. Um, I'm yeah, taking – it's this is actually a very easy pick for me. Yeah. I'm taking the Red Bulls. Yeah, I, I was right there with you too. Um, well, there is – well. You've got a friendly. There's a friendly. Yeah, yeah. It'll, be, it'll be airing uh, toward, on the end of our show next week. Right. So we'll, we'll mention it quickly. Uh, the United States and Peru will obviously be more in-depth with this next week when we tune in. Um, but United States and Peru, just early prediction. I, by the way, it's at uh, 6 o'clock Central on Fox Sports 1. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm picking a draw. I have no idea. What? I, I'm, I'm picking a draw. Against Peru? Yeah. Do we even know the squad yet? You know why I'm picking a draw? Because Klinsman's the manager. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right? No, I, 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 we lost to Jamaica in a competitive game. True. But it's Peru. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> anyway. Silence right. silence yeah. from Simon. I know. He just stared at me. I'm like, ah, fine. Okay. Anyway. Well, you, who are you picking? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> United States. I gotta. It's Peru. All right. Okay. All right. It's Peru. Anyway. Our new power rankings are out, Simon. Let's stray away from predictions. It's never, <laughs> this is power rankings and predictions give me gray hairs. All right, Simon. Um, they uh, our new top five this week. Uh, some new, some some same. Uh, my outside looking in uh, this week is the Columbus Crew. Actually, they were higher up in our my rankings last week, but mm-hmm. uh, they have uh, trotted outside just barely. I have the Crew as well as outside looking in again. Ah. Three game unbeaten streak, but I also have a team that I had in the rankings that I've dropped, and that okay. would be Portland Timbers. Oh, interesting. So okay. they're they're my Western team that's on the outside ah, looking in. Okay. Fair enough. Well, um, my my number five was going to be my number three, but then they lost last night. It was the New York Red Bulls. And my argument for this is, how do you lose to the Chicago Fire? You don't lose to the Chicago Fire if you're one of the best teams in the league. You don't get outworked. You don't have a sloppy game. You don't just you you just don't lose to the worst team in the league. Points wise. Points-wise, worst team. But the way they played last night, the Fire, you can't deny that they played like a team that's in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That they, they played like they're one of the better teams. And as I talked about, usually I would agree with you on that. I mean, if we're talking Colorado, absolutely I'm going to drop New York. But I felt that the Fire had an exceptional game last night. New York still hung with them. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a very exciting game, actually. Back and yes. forth the entire time. Um, so I, I can't drop New York too far. Because of that. Uh, anyways, you have you you have New York. You did drop New York, and I understand why. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to no, actually yeah. argue with you, but giving you my reasons for why they are where they are in mine, which you'll find out in a little while. Fair enough. Uh, my number five is actually the San Jose Earthquakes. I can't deny it anymore. They've been oh. man. We've talked about it already in the show, so I don't want to belabor the point. Hot streak, I mean, three three games, yep. winning streak against good teams. Started with the 1-0 over Colorado, but then, as you said, eight goals, three shutouts. Yeah. 
in those That's eight huge. goal games. That so, is absolutely yeah. huge. San Jose has earned their way into my power rankings. Well, San Jose has earned it into mine as well. Oh, they have. They right. have. Yeah, right. they've they've jumped up farther up the list, but we'll get to them in a moment. Um, who is your number four team, Simon? My number four team is your team. Oh. I think we, I think we, we have the same, same number four team. New England Revolution. Yes. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, on a four-game unbeaten streak. Yes, they had last week off. That's why mm-hmm. they bumped down to four in my list. They were three. Bumped them down to four just because I want to be fair. I'm, I'm a firm believer in if they've been on a, 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 an unbeaten streak and then they go on a bye week that I'm only. I'm usually only going to drop them a place. It's interesting because I I have a similar philosophy, but I actually my philosophy is don't move it, move them at all. Well, I say well I say that, but then throughout the season I've always dropped the team when they've been on a exactly. bye week. Exactly. I think unless there's teams for an exception that do amazing, right? That, you know, yeah, like yeah. who my number three is, which is San Jose. San Jose, you got That's okay. Why. That was my number five. San Jose. I was like, you know what, San Jose. Like you said, they're on a three-game unbeaten streak. They've shut out their last three teams. I know we continue to beat it into the ground, but honestly, they, in my opinion, for when it came to these rankings, that made the most sense. I'm like, you know what, New England, you've played great. You've played great your last four games, but I'm gonna just, I'm gonna keep you in the rankings, but I'm gonna just bump you down just mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. and be, and make room for San Jose to show some respect to how San Jose's played over the last three games. Well, my number three is another one of your favorite teams, the Vancouver Whitecaps. Woo! Not only did they beat FC Dallas 1-0, but then, of course, last night they also won the Canadian Championship, the yes, Amway they did. Canadian Championship. They 4-2 in aggregate. And granted, that's outside of the league, but i got to give them credit for that as well. So I, I have them as my number three, and you have um, for your number two. My number two is Vancouver. Right. My my number one and two have not changed this week. Okay. My my one and two also have not changed, which may surprise you. I, it does. My number two is still the Red Bulls. I'm I'm of the mind, Baxter, that the Red Bulls are better than what they showed last night. If you look at where that's their first loss in six games, seven, uh, six games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I it was again a really strong Chicago Fire team they mm-hmm. played last night. To me, it was a blip on the radar. So I'm actually not going to punish the Red Bulls for that. Okay. Every every great team. I mean, look at Barcelona losing true. losing the Super Cup this year. You know, yeah. every every great team, every good team in this case is going to have a blip. Uh, yes. So I'm not really going to punish them for that. I'll wait to see this weekend how it goes. Okay, no, I I totally understand that concept and the reasoning behind that. Um, Vancouver still my number my number two, uh, 45 points, number two overall in the Western Conference. They are scoring goals in bunches. They've got uh, they te- shield leaders right now too. They are not. The shirt leaders, no. The Galaxy are still ahead of them. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, okay. I'm no. so, yeah, Galaxy yeah. are still ahead of them. However, Vancouver have the most wins. Right. They right. have 14 total and, wins. And higher points per game average at this yes. point. Yeah, absolutely. They have um, 21 home goals this year, 17 on the road, so it's good that they can score home and away. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got players play. like Maddox. and Darren Maddox. And, uh, oh, the guy with the name, the, the last name that starts with an O. Or Rivero, is that who I'm thinking of? Rivero, Olivia Rivero. Yes, yes, yes. thank you. Yes, yep. you know, hot as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And then they've got um, is it Kekuta Mane or Mane? I think he's a, he's yes. a winger for yep. them. I, think, yep. I don't know yep. if that's the right way to pronounce his first name, but just a lot of exciting. And then Eric Hurtado as well, one of their strikers. Just a good. I, I just enjoy the Vancouver. And roster. I love Carl Robinson and the way he manages that team. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, my number one. Uh, doesn't change. My number one does not change, and I don't see it changing throughout 
really the season to be honest with I you. I would I would have it would it would take Vancouver going lights out the rest of the way for me to change my number sure. one. Sure. And even if they did, they'd have to dethrone who our number one is, who is the LA Galaxy. This is the longest that I've had a single team on, on my power rankings combined with our, our old two up front combined power rankings. Yes. This is, I think, the fifth week for me then uh, the fourth week fourth, for you. Yeah, I think LA has really started to make a, a, a claim to fame. Even when we had our combined rankings, I think that LA was still prominent in our power rankings for a majority of the season. Yeah, the, well, I feel like at the beginning they were they were up and down. We were fans of FC Dallas there for yeah, a while. Right the Even the Red, well, the Red Bulls, we had some Vancouver and FC Dallas. Right, right. But man, LA, you know, they're just and it, again, this goes back to what I was saying about Portland. That one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight wins out of their last ten games. Uh, but it's not just purely the wins we're talking about. It's the way they're playing lights out mm-hmm. soccer. The, the team chemistry is amazing. The way these guys work together. It, you know, now they have Donovan Ricketts in goal as well. Um, how, about, how about Josh Saunders coming into back to L.A. after being a second stringer there and actually starting a few games yep. and having five goals uh, put past you? That's a, that's a tough day in the park. That is. That is like, hey, welcome back, and now we're going to destroy you. Yes, yeah. So very easy for us to pick L.A. At, at this point, I know they're denying it, but you got to consider them favorites for MLS Cup. Oh, I do. I absolutely do. Um, you, you can't. Well, I was telling you this before. I mean, I'll just briefly touch on it fast. I wrote an article yesterday um, over at sidelinesapp.com um, saying that if the playoffs started today with the six teams above the red line in each conference, how it would work out, and I had an L.A. Uh, Red Bulls final, but I had L.A. winning as my as my. Can't final. argue with that. That I sounds just, pretty good to me. I couldn't. I couldn't argue against it. I'm like, I had a Vancouver-L.A. conference final, but I just, I, I, in my heart, I was like, Vancouver, I'd love it. You know, I'd absolutely love it if you could, but I'm like, I can't do it. I'm sorry. You know, the Red Bulls, that's the thing, too, is they're, they're the antithesis of L.A. L.A. has all these big-time players. New York, they got decent players, uh, good players. You yep. know, Bradley Wright Phillips, Lloyd Sam. Sean Wright Sa- Phillips. Sean Wright Phillips, uh, Sasha Kleschen, yep. Dax McCarthy, McCarty. or McCarty. You know, so it's kind of cool to see the antithesis in each conference absolutely up on top basically absolutely all right well we're going to go to a break uh real fast though for you our, our new power rankings out this week um simon and i both keeping la at number one and then uh simon uh, has the red bulls at number two i have vancouver at number two uh number three for simon is the vancouver whitecaps my number three is san jose both of us have the revolution at number four and then he has simon has uh san jose at his fifth spot, and mine is wrapped up with the New York Red Bulls. And Washington and F- uh, FC Kansas City in the NWSL. Still 0-0 with about eight minutes to go. Spirit probably will clinch tonight. Absolutely. Well, let's see. we'll see. We'll see if anything happens in the last few moments of the show here. We're going to go to break. When we come back, it will be time for our I Believe segment. You're not going to want to miss it. This is the Two Up Front presented by Sports Radio America.
Welcome back to another edition of Two Up Front, presented by Sports Radio America. I'm Baxter Colburn. This is Simon Provan. All right, Simon, it is that time. Do you know what time it is? Not game time. It's not game time. It's not game time. It's I believe time. Yes, indeed. Well, that means that Simon and I are going to be offering our I Believe segments. And the way it works is that we both offer a uh, comment about something happening in the soccer world. For example, this is not my official I Believe, but I believe that the next soccer balls that they use for the World Cup will be groundbreaking, and it will, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you get the general idea, okay? I <laughs> you're, was, you're running out of examples, I, but I, I, appreciate, really, I, I appreciate the commitment. I'm open to more examples to use, honestly, like... I I could have yeah, <laughs> I forget what I said last week, but it was it was interesting. Although all the new technology, <clears throat> side note, that they keep putting into soccer balls now that you can track like your passing index, your shot speed, oh, yeah. all like yeah. the touches on the ball is crazy. Adidas is going ham with all of those things. Anyway, all right, Simon, I've got my I believe. Are you ready? Sure. Yeah. Let's want me go. To go for want it. me to go first? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will go first. My I believe, Simon, is that I believe that not the Seattle Rain. No. I believe that the Chicago Red Stars will win the NWSL championship. Ooh. I believe. Can you tell me why you believe that? Well, um, I believe that the fact that Kristen Press is on their team, their offense has continued to flow. The team as a whole has been looking uh, dominant. They've got Julie Johnston back on defense, as we saw her for the U.S. Women's National Team, a solid clog, uh, cog in the defense. And uh, I think that this, it's time for the, the rain to dry up. On the West Coast. All right. I like that. That was that was good. Thank you. Yeah. I worked up. Stayed up all night for that one. So I've got kind of a week, I believe. Uh, Sorry to tell you that. But here's what I'm going to say. Okay. I believe that neither Real Madrid or Barcelona will win Champions League this I'd year. I'd actually agree with you on that one. There you go. That's my belief. Do you have a, a general well, I think, thought I think, about I think, it I think Barcelona is actually... Uh, a bit um, washed up, yeah, overrated. yeah, a little overrated this year. Overhyped. You know, I think, I think, you know, like all great dynasties, they come to an end. And mm-hmm. I just again losing in the Super Cup. Who's their goalie? Oh, you're asking me questions that I can't. I don't even right know who Barcelona's goalie. Is Here, it? I will admit this with with how much we how much time I spend watching and um, looking into MLS. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard for me at this point to really know what's going on with all the other great teams in the world, which is probably horrible, but you know, being a dad of two, working yeah. a full-time job, You're a busy uh, man, plus Simon. some freelance work that I do as an actor. Yeah, I, I don't know all the answers to all the other teams in the world, what? but uh But once MLS is over, then all my all my energy, soccer exactly. energy then goes over to Europe, basically. No, I'm that same way, too. I mean, right now, I mean, when we were talking a few weeks ago about, you know, what EPL team do I support? And I'm like, I was like, eh, Arsenal, I think. But I don't, that, I, I don't I, really care right now. I will say, I, I, you know, I'm an Everton supporter. Yes. So I do at least pay attention to what's going on with Everton. Stones, shame on you. I hope you John stay. Stones. <laughs> uh, but so that's why I said I'm giving you a week one this year. I wanted to connect to the show. I just have this gut feeling that I, I Real Madrid or Barcelona won't do it. I share it. I think it might be more of a German flavor this year. I could see it. that. Yep. I don't think the British have it in them this year, unfortunately. Yeah, Bayern Munich, man, that's a still a stacked team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of Two Up Front, presented by Sports Radio America. For all of you that watched us on Periscope, thank you so much. We had some great comments during the show. We appreciate you guys watching and sharing the show. 
And also, you can listen to us, uh, as you have been doing so far. You can listen to us right here on Sports Radio America from 3 to 6 Eastern on Fridays. And um, you can catch us on Live 365 and tune in, but then also on demand on iHeartRadio, on iTunes, and right here on Spreaker.com as well. That's all I got today. Nothing else? Nothing else. Nothing else? How about where we are on social media? Oh, social media. <laughs> yes, there we go. Like, that's Facebook. Why I, that's why you pointed at me. It's like, and now Simon, we'll talk about social media, media, and then we'll did, end the show. Did we tell you the semester's starting? Honestly. I'm in syllabi land. Syllabi. <laughs> yes. Facebook, we are 2UpFront. Twitter, we are at 2UpFrontSoccer. Instagram, we are also at 2UpFrontSoccer. You can find me on Twitter at Simon Proven. You can find Baxter on Twitter at Baxter Colburn. Absolutely. That would have been great if when you pointed to me, I had that much energy and did it right out of the gate. Hey, next time, next week. All right, we got this. All right. Special thanks to Vavil USA Soccer Editor Chris Blakely for joining us on the show. If it happens in the soccer world, we'll probably talk about it, and we'll have our strong opinions, and we might be a little too upfront with what we say as well. So uh, with our manager being the one above, we are too upfront. Enjoy your week, everyone. Come celebrate Lowe's first annual Spring Fest and give your lawn the look it deserves with five bags of premium mulch for $10 or three 19.3-ounce Bonnie vegetables and herbs for $9. Spring Fest, a festival of fun and savings for your garden and total home, in-store or online. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. Offers valid through 421 while supplies last, in-store only. Selection varies by location, U.S. only, excluding Alaska and Hawaii. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.